I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hey, soul lights. Hello, hello. Good to connect with all of you. Wow. Is the energy off the charts? We're going to be diving into this a bit. Of course, taking calls, loving to connect with all of you during this intensification. Um, And by what I see with the oversouls and the guides and tune into the energy patterns as well as the astrology, it's only going to get more intense. Okay, so if you want to listen by chat, that's great. Uh, You can also, if you uh, get a a Blog Talk radio profile, you can ask questions in the chat and um, talk, et cetera, et cetera. Um, If you want to listen by phone, that number is 347-539-5122, 347-539-5122. And if you have a question, a comment, or you want a reading, press 1 on the keypad, 347-539-5122. We have a guest today, too, the second half of the program for our Awakening Dialogue. Um, So we'll keep an eye out for that. Oh, also, I really, really want to thank, every now and then, I go to Apple Podcasts, and there's a couple other podcast platforms that do ratings and reviews and all that kind of stuff. So every now and then I will take a peek. So I really, really, really want to thank those of you that have left your very your appreciation, life-enhancing reviews and five stars on, um, what is it, Apple Podcasts, I guess it was that I saw. Um, really, really appreciate it. Um, that really helps. Well, it helps keep me inspired, but it also helps the algorithm so other people can find awakenings and we can grow uh, even more as a community and reach more people and help more people in this awakening process, soul alignment, and all that we all do here, okay? So I really want to thank you um, for the five-star rating, and um, some of you actually did write some reviews, so I really appreciate that. Um, also, some of you have recently subscribed to Soul Awakening um, uh, with Michelle Mache, Awakenings with Michelle Mache uh, on YouTube, and also Soul Insights and Tarot, and I want to thank you for subscribing uh, to the channel. It means a lot. Your comments mean a lot. You sharing the videos uh, mean a lot. Um, you know, sometimes I'm quite overwhelmed. I've got a lot going on in my life personally and then with clients. So when I get those appreciation comments or I get those, um, you know, the nice reviews or five-star rating or 
you're, you know, subscribing to Soul Insights and Tarot or Awakenings with Michelle Mache, it, uh, it puts a little extra pep in my step. How's that? <laughs> so um, I've been wanting to, because some of you did do it a, a few months ago, and I've been wanting to, um, you know, formally thank you and um, just say that I really appreciate all of you connecting, and I really appreciate what you are bringing to the table, and I do see, not psychically, but also, um, you know, I can see it, I can feel it, but what a lot of you are doing in your own life by, you know, dealing with your own trauma and woundings and really healing the emotional body, really connecting in more, really opening up to your soul's call, Um, it, it does... I see it, and I know, you know, your guides see it, spirit sees it, God sees it, the world sees it. We need that right now. That is, in fact, I've been doing some posts that I'm going to post on um, Instagram, and one of the main things is the investment in your soul right now because I've got to tell you that a lot of the um, changes that we're going to be going through you're not going to be able to solve necessarily with the money or the job or the career and to really know where to go, you know, kind of right place, right time or what, you know, you're going to have to really understand your soul more and connect in more with your soul because our soul is becoming more and more and more the navigational system. Not 10 steps to success, not, you know, nothing wrong with the ego. And I was talking to someone earlier this morning it's like i'm a therapist i the ego is a you know is a great function you know you've got e id ego super ego right you've got the ego functioning but we are going to come to a time as we evolve when there's a seamlessness we're extending into the vibrational frequency of the higher self and kind of like a fuselage or whatever like a rocket that goes back on whatever launches the rocket, we go into the soul alignment. We will not need the function of the ego because, or it'll be very receding. That's what's starting to happen right now, and that's why people are getting irritable, frustrated, anger coming up, impatience, a lot of trauma coming up, you know, a lot of dreams, nightmares, you know, feeling impending doom, feeling like i got to do something, but what am I going to do? I don't know what to do. And that is because the ego is receding. And if you think about the function of the ego, now in, in the work that I do as a transpersonal psychologist and hypnotherapist, we even have what we call ego strengthening processes. But, a, but truly a healthy ego is somebody that is more connected to their soul, or if they're, if they're not, they're connected more to their true self. It's not a false self. So a lot is dropping away so that we start creating, expressing, experiencing, manifesting more from the soul and less and less and less and less and less from the ego. So all our little ways of if I just do this and I do that, then I can make this happen. If I do five steps here, ten steps there, and I do this, I do that. All this strategizing, especially if you're more consciously on a path you're going to be experiencing this sooner than the mainstream world. You know, but trust me, I have clients that are more mainstream that are going through this. Um, 
you know, and, and they really are not consciously on a path. They just work with me as a psychic channel, you know, and a medium. So I am putting this, by the way, I, a lot of this, in fact, on the 21st of August, uh, there I did upload a channeled message from the guides going into real estate, stock market money, some bigger earth changes. I'm putting that on Patreon because when I put it on YouTube, I got censored. And many of you already know that my predictions about the pandemic and everything, vaccine, everything, everything, everything already came to pass. And a lot of what I, well, everything, the, the, the visions that I had came through, came true, was, came to be in reality, and even some of the things of where this thing came from, and because this video will be, or, or this audio clip will, will be going, uh, podcast episode to YouTube, so I can't say too much. I've been able, those of you that have been with Awakenings with Michelle Mache, the audio, I've talked about this for years, and I was able, on Blog Talk Radio, I've been able to not be censored because we have guests, and also the title suggests a different topic. So I've been able, if you go through it, you know, and maybe, you know, you'll hear all along what's going on, what's the agenda, what's really happening. And so the more that you can be soul aligned and the more that you're answering your soul call and reaching out and connecting with others of like-mindedness, and that doesn't mean they're exactly like you, you know, they could be different race, religion, they could be, you know, you could be as liberal as everything, progressive, and you could be aligned more with somebody that's very conservative, right? Because there's going to be a lot of shakeup because this earth is so entrenched and entrained to look at outside differences and not differences by resonance, energetic alignment, coherence. It can fool you. If you don't know what to look for, you're looking for... And people saw this during the pandemic. Now, we, remember, we had a lot of disappointment from quote-unquote spiritual teachers that were doing certain things. Of Actually, frankly, we're wigging out. We're freaking out, fear of dying. I mean, I even had a couple of people freak out on me that are, you know, very well-known you know, they've even been on Oprah, they, they're in the Super Sunday or whatever the hell it's called, and they were in so much fear, and I'm just looking at them going, wow, what about your spiritual practice? Everything went out the window, you know, and, and so this, there's going to be more things that flush people out, and I'm by no means saying I'm as perfect. I have fears. I, I just go through them. I try not to pass it on to other people or... I have checks and balances with people that are close to me or people that I work with that can say, hey, did you do your journaling or did you do this or that? Because I even said to some spiritual teachers, like, and they're like, well, we could die from this. You know, they really like, they were like, whoa, you know, I mean, major fear balls and putting, you know, in their blog and their Insta stories and their reels, whatever. They were just putting the fear out. You better get that V. You better say, you know, this and that. And, if you recall, I said, I'm not getting that, but I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not telling someone to do it or not do it. I will tell you what I see psychically. I will tell you what I have been shown, the visions of what's in that thing, but I cannot make that decision to do it or not do it. So there's going to be a lot of testing to see, you know, 
who is the real deal. Because anytime we're locked into the extremes of polarity, we are not coming from the higher vibrational frequency of us, the spirit soul of us. We're coming from wounding. Not even ego, not even healthy ego. You know, because these things that are happening, people can have preferences. I know people that are very medical. They they want to do, you know, I had some clients that got the thing and the V, we'll call it the V, and then later they decided not to get it. You know, I know some people that got it for their two daughter, their two-year-old or five-year-old daughter, and the and the 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 children had bad reactions, and then they were like, I wish I didn't do that. And I'm just suggesting people have to understand themselves on a soul level to know what to do. I didn't do anything different, you know, differently. I don't get the flu vaccine, so why would I do this one when I don't really know what's going on? Um, Now, I had the flu years ago, and I got the Teraflu or Tamiflu, whatever it was called, to knock it out. That's me. Maybe someone else doesn't do that. But I know me and I know what's my truth. And that's what a lot of these changes are going to do. It's going to put people in the place where you have to know your truth. Because if you're aligned more to your truth, you're going to be able to handle things much better. That's just the way that I'll put it for now. And so this squeeze that's happening is to get people more aligned to their more aligned to their truth, the truth of who they are. Like, what is it what you really do? Like, it would have been uncharacteristic for me to get that thing. And, and I had the, the thing, the illness. I had it early on before there was even the V. I, I, I got it um, uh, from a friend of mine that had been working where there was a, a lot of it. And, and so I had to go through it. You know, it was kind of scary. It's weird, weird, weird symptoms. But I just did what I would normally do because I've been in alternative health and and medicine and, and you know holistic health counselor i have a lot of training in this area and i and i did what i would normally do what i've been doing for the last i don't know since my 20s so that works for me but you so you're going to have to watch where are you being pushed to do something that isn't really you out of fear where you might need to get more information more insight you might need to observe something more you might need to feel something out more. You might need to journal about it more. You might need to meditate more. Whatever your process is for connecting into your inner knowing, your inner barometer of what's right for you, um, your, not only your inner GPS, everyone, but your inner compass because we can't use GPS, whether it's ex- external navigation system like in a car or our inner or internal GPS when we don't know the direction when we consciously don't know the direction. You have to use a compass. So you have to, we have to know how, you know, what are the tools. That's why I started the Patreon, Soul Awakening Community. And I put all this content on there, not just readings. I do do extended readings on there, but tools, information from the guides, the oversouls, astrology, metaphysics, spiritualism, spirituality, you know, my shamanic work. I'm taking everything that I've known and I've been guided for this coming time and I'm putting it there because so far I'm not getting, you know, censored and people are very appreciative and they're integrating what they're learning and making it their own and integrating it in whatever they're doing, their own 
tools and own way. So think about that because we're in for a rocky road, a rocky road, a rocky ride on the road, and especially I would say probably first half of next year it starts. So I feel like we're getting a chance to prepare to what is our bigger dream, goal, and vision, and how do we start doing that little by little, and how do we connect with others and have people around us where we can check in so that we're not doing things reactively, because that's a big part of the wounded ego. Um, do we need a specific question calling in? Ah, you can. You can. If, let's see. I see it. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, you can, unless you want to know. We'll see what comes up. Usually I'd like because they're quick tune-ins. I do like something usually. Um, again, let's set number 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Um, but anyway, I wanted to give everyone a bit of a heads up of the intensification of energy. You might find you're not sleeping as much or you're having vivid dreams, more lucid dreaming, more astral travels, or dreaming of those that are on the other side that have crossed over, or old relationships or, or situations that you either miss a lot or didn't work out and you're wondering why. And it's because we're kind of in a phase of this clearing, like a clearinghouse. You know, it's like at the store when everything goes on clearance. You know, it's like for the new season. We're coming into a new season so ask yourself, how can I support this clearing out or clearing up? How can I try something differently if what I'm doing isn't working? Like what I do a lot of times, if I don't know what to do or I'm trying to do something and it's not having a life-enhancing result or I'm not feeling a success at it, I work out of my Pilates. I go walk. I'll do meditation. But sometimes there's so much energy coursing through that I need to do some level of movement to move through the body-mind system so that I can go beyond the mind to get the impression, the impulse from higher consciousness, right, from non-local mind. So, yeah, you really got to have something in place that you can do this. Oh, Teresa in the chat, very vivid dreams, yeah. The, a lot of the dreams are cleansing and clearing what you're processing and going through in your current situations, in your life. Some of them are tapping you into other dimensional parts of you, aspects of you, other lives, clearing things out, but also bringing messages. But we're getting cleared out a lot so we can get the unadulterated message. We can get the true message that isn't clouded. All right, gang, phone number 347-539-5122. Press 1 on the keypad. Let's start with the uh, – get into callers now. Hello, you're on air. Hi, my name is Kayla. I was calling in to see um, basically what came, up, what came up for me today. Okay, let's see. No, no direction? No direction. I usually like a question so that you're, you are um, invested. Um, let's Ooh, love with that. money. Nothing with money. Um, Nothing with money? No. <laughs> okay. Um, I what guess did? let's go with how, what does my relationship look for, like, hold for the future? 
what, what does your relationship look like or what's coming up in the future with your relationship? Yes, correct. Okay. Hmm. Okay, it looks good. Well, okay, it looks good, but it looks like there's improvement bit by bit or little by little. I do get you building something with this person, though. It's funny because you said nothing with money, but I was getting a lot with you with, like, self-worth, self-esteem, connecting more to your value, but then also looking at future plans or talking about future plans with this person. Does that make sense? Um, Yes. So some of the plans that seem to come in have to do with everyday living, life, lifestyle, house, money, home, um, that kind of thing. So I, I would say steady building, but there is going to be somehow an emphasis on the everyday living, the everyday part of your life. Okay. So that could be routine. That could be what does it take to not just to have the relationship work, um, mm-hmm. but how do you how do you live together? Right. I understand right? what you're saying. Yeah, routine. How do we? How are we going to do this? That kind of thing. That mm-hmm. seems to be coming up. But it looks like an expansion in the relationship. Okay. Okay. Thanks for calling, Great. In, Kayla. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. You're welcome. Bye bye. Let's see. Jay, oh, I can't call in. Okay, I'm wanting to take a class. This is Jay. now. You can ask questions in the chat also, or again, call in three four seven. Five three nine five one two two. Press one on the keypad. Okay, Jay in the chat. Wanting to take a class, but wondering if I should do sketch up. Ooh, CAD. Okay, for work, but on my own time. Feng Shui, just dabbling. Hmm. Come join Jay in Patreon if you want some new classes and some education. I kind of feel like CAD, I feel like you could do feng shui just for fun. I'm not really feeling you going in that direction. I feel more with you around um, computers somehow. Does that make sense? Put it in the chat. Does that make sense for you? Um By the way, education in classes, workshops, seminars, classes that interest you, because also to tap into the current or the currency. By the way, the the pick a card that I'm doing, again, on my channel, YouTube channel, Soul Insights and Tarot, um, I'm going to have it uploaded at the latest tomorrow, but probably later today. I've been editing it. It's It's a long one. I did all on money, finance, um career, really looking at your soul's purpose in the workforce or creative force in public. And also I talked a bit about tapping into the current, the universal current. And that seems to be a big part right now um, of this soul alignment is understanding how really our monetary or economy works, but from a metaphysical point of view right, which is about tapping into the currency. And so when you tap into the current, you know, it's a certain currency that you receive, but tapping into the current of the universe opens you up to abundance, 
But to do that, it, has, it requires some form of creativity, some form of alignment to creative expression. Now, that could be learning. I mean, creativity is, is different to different people. And that is, which I talked about when I was doing tech talks, you know, I don't know, mid-2000s, 2007, 9, 2017, 16, whatever, uh, I think it was around those years, I talked about creativity, you know, being the new currency, that idea of creativity and inspiration. And so with that is also the ability to impart, you know, inspiration or information even. Let's see, I do CAD now, both CET and SketchUp enhance what I do. I can render 3D, but these take it to a new level. Both would help me become more independent. Side get. Yeah, I would do that, Jay. I would do that. You just said it. Take me to the next level. That's what's required right now on a soul level is what is your next level. This is about going to that next level. And also for side gigs. Even if you're working for a company or a corporation, I would not, and again, I did. I talked about this months ago and last year. I posted on Patreon to give people a heads up that there would be change, actually even more than that. I think it was 2021. Um, I may have to go back in Patreon and, and re, maybe I'll, what I'll do is I'll, those videos, I will send everybody an alert to them because it had a lot of critical information as to what's going on now. And I said there's going to be changes in corporations and companies where they're downsizing again, letting people go, rehiring them more as consultants or freelance workers, or people are going to be doubling up with you might be hired for one thing, but then you may have to do two or three other whatever it is, hats or, or, you know, or job descriptions, position descriptions. So there's a lot of changes that are happening in the corporate stru- structure, and you could, just even from the ast- astrological standpoint of Pluto and Capricorn as it goes in those, back in those critical degrees of 29 degrees and then goes in the early degrees of um, Aquarius, that is some kind of critical change within structures, corporations, companies, systems on the earth plane. So you want to be kind of ahead of that because things are going to change. So some people may have three or four streams of income. Some people may be working at a job and you have side gigs. You know, so... Some people maybe have something for themselves and, you know, or, or rent out part of their house or do real estate, whether they're flipping homes or they, you know, rent things out. There's a lot of different things that you can do. So I would say don't be stuck on one thing, one mode of expression or one hobby, you know, or one source of income. I cannot stress that enough um, it, because – if you've been thinking, oh, I wish I could do this or I really want to do that, that's your soul coming through, guiding you into some level of expansion. So right now is not the time to say, oh, when I retire, I'll do this or when I'll – no, because that may not come. You know, that may come sooner than later. So you need to really act upon those reoccurring thoughts that you keep getting, that guidance that you keep getting. 
that because I have some clients that are that are able to do multiple things within a company or a corporation, and they're actually getting raises or bonuses. Now they're getting more work, but they're also not being let go of because they have a lot of goodies in their wheelhouse, so to speak, right? So you're, you're just much more marketable in having a multitude of skill set in your skill set or skill sets. Yeah, Jay, you do feel you need to prep um, for something in the future. Yeah, I would agree. I don't know whichever one, whichever one, both, whichever one you're drawn to. I don't get anything like majorly psychic on that. I think that's an individual thing for you. Of which um, is it both? Is it one or that you would use one or the other? Um, that's what I would say. Just as a quick tune in for you. Okay, let's see. So again, three four seven five three nine five one two two is the number. Now, if you happen to be listening by phone, that's great. That if you do have a question, a comment, or you want a reading or insight on something, please press one. Okay, so that I know that you want me to click on to unmute you. Hi, you're on air. Hello. Okay. Maybe you stepped away, so this is a 415, so if you come back, let me know. Oh, you're welcome, Jay. Thanks so much for the guidance. You're the best. Oh, you're so welcome. Yeah, I really want to assist, Paul. I mean, I... That's what I, you know, the, that's what I did before the 2020. You know, I was telling people before all this was happening. I was trying to share my visions with friends, family, people that work with me, clients, and giving a heads up saying, look, you're not going to be working in person. You, you need to do this. You need to, you know, this is what's coming through for you. You know, and some people really listen. Now, again, anything that you get, whether it's from me or someone else, you have to bring into your own intuitive awareness or, you know, or intuition. But ultimately, it is for more of an expansion. And it is for we're getting guided in a direction that the expansion just isn't about being in front of of someone. We're meant to be more mobile, more um, portable, more remote, you know, nomadic to some degree. We're not meant to have the heavy load of encumbrances, and that's also why right now there's a lot of freeing up, letting go of material things or material possessions so you don't feel overly weighted. Now, that doesn't mean you won't have a – many people have a base, they'll have a sense of security, but the security will be more inner, inner security, meant to have a house, but the the idea of the over-focus on material possessions as a way to alleviate fear or ground or anchor someone is greatly changing. It's about letting new influences come in. So there is this giving away or lightening up or, or, you know, letting go. And for some people, that's ideas, that's thoughts, that's beliefs that you've held near and dear. It's certain relationships or the way you relate within those particular relationships or relationship in general or how you are to your job 
you know, it's not about being married to the job anymore. It's it's not about putting all the eggs in one basket. There's a lot of versatility, which we're going to start seeing more of that, I would say mid, probably end of 2024 into 2025, um, especially when we have Uranus moves into, I, I believe it's 2026, end of 2025, 2026, when Uranus goes into Gemini. So we can look at it that way also. But all these things that are happening to everyone are these, it's the prep, it's the little steps to get us more and more acclimated to let me feel it out, let me tune in, instead of let me figure this out, like I'm going to make this happen, or this is what I need to do for success. You know, it's it's a different approach. It's bringing more of the intuitive approach, psychic, which means soul, psychic from the Latin word psyche. It's bringing that approach first and foremost, and then the thoughts and the plans and figuring it out. It's just really the reverse of what we've been doing <laughs> in some ways. I mean, really, if you look at it kind of simple, uh, let's see. Okay, here we go back. Higher on air. Hello. Okay. Okay. Some people have their hands up, but your but your hand is up, but not answering. Yeah. Let me know. Is anybody going through this kind of irritation, annoyance, frustration? Are you feeling the void of not certain where to go or what to do? Um, we had a great soul path journeyer, metaphysics and spiritualism, advanced metaphysics and spiritualism salon, and we dive deep into the esoteric and the occult. And there was a lot of kind of new insights and awakening as to how to approach what's happening. And it's true because our will center is being realigned to what you want to call divine will or God will. And when I look, think of God, I think of the energy or consciousness of everything and everyone, the all that is, the infinite, innate, creative intelligence life, right? It's, it's an energy, a higher vibrational creative energy. And so that game, the game is changing from that level, which has really already changed. This past time of the connection into the um, Orion in Sirius, connecting into the dog star, the, the, the constellation of service, which some of you also know this time period, from the end of uh, July into the, around the 28th of July into about the 12th or 13th of August, that portal, that lion's gate, ushered in. And you could see it again through the astrology that we are in the new time zone, so to speak. We're in that next level of synchronistic timing. So we're moving more and more out of only linear time and very little synchronistic timing. We'll still have linear time because Earth is ruled by Saturn and Saturn that planetary influence or a language to understand this part of life is about chronological or sequential time and events. But we are moving into the exponential. We're moving into the void of creation, of the aspect of the unfolding. 
which means things happening without a rhyme or a reason because they're happening through the higher consciousness of us, which means that it's orchestrated on a soul level through the higher self. Or you could say the higher self through to the soul, the soul blueprint or plan, which we have to navigate within our soul's path. But within that, we have that free will choice as to some of the, the details or how it manifests. Like how, how do we express what we're meant to express here on a soul level? We can change how we express our soul purpose, our mission, or why we're here, what our call and answer is, if you will. We put out this call, and then it's answered through what we experience in life. So there's a shift for many, 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 many people of how you do you, basically. There's some things that are, are done in your life. They're over. And so you have to be receptive to what is the new way, basically, that you experience and express you on a soul level and, and manifest. Teresa, definitely feeling this. Feel like something is happening and not a clue what, though. Yeah, that's the soul. That's the spirit realm. That's the soul. Yeah, because before in the past, we could figure it out on an ego level. What is happening to everyone is much more on an energetic level. It hasn't yet manifested in form, but you're feeling the changes energetically. Much like a dog, because it's very instinctual, or any animal being, but let's use a doggy being. It's like when I would be walking Yoshi, Yoshi would cross the street if there was a dog that was just energetically unstable or unmanageable or barking a lot. You know, but us as a human aspect from the wounding part or the over-focus on ego, most humans will say, well, I'm walking over there. You know, I, that's the way I'm going. So it's almost, I mean, it's, it's a little bit even like um, martial arts where you feel the energy before something is happening. But you're not necessarily going to concrete know what's happening. You have to align to the flow or to the current of what's happening. And that's what I talk about in this particular pick a card that will be up today is aligning to the current of what's happening or you could call it the zeitgeist. And so it's learning to read that, read the room. It's learning to read what's happening. What's the energetic pulse? What's the energetic happening is what's going on. What's the energetic happening? What are the energetic circumstances? And how can I align to that and interpret it? So there's a lot of different ways to interpret it. But, yeah, you won't concretely know what's happening or going on. You might have some ideas that we don't know because we're so much in the unfolding and the more we're aligned to our soul, the less we can kind of prefab something. You almost have to start going through it until you recognize that what's coming through, that aspect. And then it's like, oh, yeah, aha, that's where I'm going. That's what's happening. Oh, that's what's aligning. See, after a few of those, then you can put a plan in place or you can say, oh, okay, this is what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. So it's the unraveling of just saying, well, this is what I'm going to do, or this is what I'm going to meant to do, or this is what, how it's supposed to be, or this is what success is. No, it's, it's, you've got to feel the energy of what is forming first before you put your plans in place. 
So, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because you don't know because it's a part of you that hasn't yet come through to be experienced and expressed on Earth. It's all new. Okay, let's see. I've got different people putting their... Let's see. Hello, you're on air. Hi there, Michelle. Sunray. Hey, Sunray. Hi. Hi. I just wanted to, like, pop on real quick and just thank you. Always, always, I call in every Wednesday to listen to your show, and today especially is, like, really potent and just confirming everything... uh, Everything that's happening, the, the unknown, the just leaning into the void or the unfolding of events. I really like what you just had mentioned a second ago and how it kind of correlates to the nonlinear time uh, that yeah. is. <laughs> because if you're saying, I want to do this here at this time, or you're jumping to an action or putting something in place, it's almost like saying, well, in this time, I'm going to be doing X, Y, Z. But because time is not linear, um, it's hard to say, well, by September, what so-and-so, this relationship has to form or this new job has to happen. Um, uh, yeah, because I'm just, I'm kind of going through my own adventure of um, of the unfolding of events. And um, I remember earlier in the series, I'd asked you about um, stability and you had mentioned well you know stability i think you'll find more throughout the year but it's going to take some time and i recently just pulled for anyone listening right now um i pulled the shapeshifter card from kim kranz's uh, oracle deck the archetype deck and the shapeshifter mm-hmm. talks about stability and finding a stability as a this rod that's inside of you Um, because no matter what happens in one's environment whether it's a relationship that's failing or a job that's not working out or in my case my home is changing now again um, and I don't know where I'll live next but it's all right because finding that inner rod and knowing that that space inside of me is stable will help me understand that my environment is constantly shifting. I am a shapeshifter. There is constant change. And if I feel like I'm not stable outwards, well, then that's going to be the case until, until I, until forever. <laughs> but yeah. Where we're going, I feel like me. 2020 was just a small taste test. And, Again, a lot of the changes, we're not just talking about people that are more consciously awakening or awake and aware and the soul alignment and spiritually connected and metaphysics. We're talking about the mainstream world. There's going to be a lot, a lot more uncertainty, a lot more happening in the outer world that you won't necessarily know who to trust, whether governmentally or in certain institutions or what you're needing to do. And we have come from a world, especially in the Western world, that so much is about the outer or the external to validate us, to make us feel safe. You know, like if you have a home and you, you, it's paid for, or you can afford that, or you have a car, or you have a this, or a steady job, everything's okay. 
those things are going to be in flux because in, when you do that, and anybody that if you've ever gone through really challenging, difficult times or trauma, you don't, you really aren't able to rely on something outside you. Something inside takes over and you get through it. Whether you hire self, there's some level of resiliency, you know, inspired action comes through, genius thinking, you know what to do, you know. So we need to rely on that part more, and that means connect to that part more. So it is about an inner stability and a stability to an understanding of how, or more of an understanding of how the universe works. So there is going to be a lot of up in the air for many people. And Sunray, part of that is, in fact, I touched upon, or dive deeper into this actually, not just touched upon it in a Patreon um, Soul Path Journeyer Salon, is that a lot of our manifestations, a lot of what we create or we attract, has been done in the old, our previous, let's say, level of consciousness and awareness, our previous vibrational frequency and how connected mm-hmm. or not connected we were to our soul. It takes a mm-hmm. while for things to, to manifest, right? Right. So a lot of times, and I'm sure you've had this, I know a lot of people listening probably have had this, a lot of times we manifest something and then we're like, oh, I didn't really want that anymore or I'm done with it or I want something else. So that's part of that that's shifting, right, that, uh, that these things are coming through. Now what also can happen is there can be new manifestations coming in, new types of relationships, new things that we're drawing in that are what we wanted, but they're coming in a different way that better suits us on a soul level, and we don't necessarily yet recognize it. It looks like loss or disappointment until we kind of cozy up to it, and then we go, oh, this is actually even better, or I feel freer. You know, that's uh-huh. a big thing is there anything... for everyone right now. Yeah, freedom. You really want to connect in to what makes you feel freer and less bogged down, right? Mm. Would you say like that's so, a tool that could be used in order to prepare ourselves or put us in a place so that when that time does come, that um, it's it's uh, a lot more. What's the, what was I trying to think about? Like when that event comes, we're like, oh wow, like this is not how I saw myself in this place, and this is actually better. Um, it almost feels like it takes a little bit more effort to get there in a way, but is there anything that can be done? Or are you saying like that's what can be done by stepping into more of a space feeling free that when that moment does occur that it's a lot easier to kind of, I don't know, consume that piece of steak? (laughs) Yeah, I know what helps me because I just, I recently had something or about a month ago And I was like, oh, my God, I had these plans. I'm using this platform. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And then I took a breath. And as I breathed out, I kind of just literally moved my body back from my thoughts, you know, that I was thinking. Like I'm in these thoughts of this plan. And and then I realized I could feel – see, this is what – I could feel expansion. I could actually feel freedom, but I could feel expansion. And so I thought, okay – this is even better. There's something better, and it's actually freer for me. It's going to allow me to do something else in a different way. So it really, like so many guests even that have come on this podcast have been saying, 
you can't do this part of the path without contemplation, meditate, pulling back, getting quiet, watching, observing, being in the detached observer, the witness self, and let that new information come in, that new energy. Because you'll feel it first as an energy. You won't know what it is or what it means. It, it, first it might feel scary or like loss or disappointment. Oh, my God, I'm trying to get ahead. I'm trying to do this. And now this. But then if you kind of look at those thoughts and recognize, okay, that's what I had, that's the plan, and then and I asked myself, did I really want to do that? And I thought, no, there's something else that's going to be simpler. See, all of this is trying to get us to do things that are simpler and free us up, that are less cumbersome, that are lighter. So some of you, let's say Sunray, I don't know if this, this may apply to you, but let's say you – Let's use this as an example. Let's say somebody says, "Oh, I always help this group out, or I, I, you know, I do this charity work, and I always, I show up every day, or I show up every Sunday. I'm there." Sure. And then all, all of it, and you're really attached to it, and it feels good, and you're doing a great thing, uh-huh. and all people are uh-huh. right. And then something uh-huh. starts to change. Maybe they want you to come earlier or later, and you're like, oh, but I have something else. And like, no, I promise that I'm going to do it. I'm brought... you got to check in and go, okay, wait a minute. What influence is coming in? Because it, that influence coming in is from all of our souls saying there's a different way, a different approach, or something else that is more aligned to where you are ultimately going, what you really want to experience. Like for me, not doing this app, this thing that I was doing on this platform actually opened me up to like, well, I want to do more creatively anyway. I want to do things in a different way. And then I also thought, I'm just going to put that, what I was going to do on this, I'm putting it into Patreon. I'm giving them this. I'm going to do this now. Um, and I thought, okay, that's just going to be easier, you know, and then it opened me up to some collaborations with some other people. But to your point, it's going to feel more as an energy first, an influence. You're, you're not going to be able to always right away discern what does this mean or what am I going to do. You might have to wait around in it for a little bit or see what comes up. But if you start having a, like a protocol, some, some, something that you do to tap in through your higher self to your soul, which of course is what I teach, then you're going to get the message. You're going to get the understanding more. And, it, and again, it's all about freeing up. And we see it in the astrology with Uranus and Taurus and Uranus going into when it goes into Gemini and Pluto going into Aquarius. It's, you know, it's, it's Capricorn. It's Pluto in Capricorn right now. Is, because Pluto is, yes, it's regeneration. It's big change. But it's also, it, it's also transmutation and transformation. It's freeing up. It's getting unknotted. Yeah, I could even see that as far as um, kind of freeing up the mind in a way, kind of like what you were saying about like quieting down and observing. And um, I could see that even in my own worries or my thoughts where I'm like, oh, my God, I don't know where I'm going to be or I don't know how I'm going to afford this. Um, The more I let that noise kind of get louder and louder, would you say that it's not freeing up my mind to allow for new things to come through? Or or like my friend right now, she is going through a grieving process, but she's still like in this loop 
And it's kind of like she's not freeing herself up to the the light maybe or the whatever it is that could help her heal or me understand well you want to allow it because we don't want to get stuck in the extremes of polarity or suppression or repressing something you still want to allow yeah you still want to allow whatever you're feeling or thinking or the fear or the grief because this isn't Uh just going to happen all at once but you want to just go okay i'm grieving this or i i hate this or i feel this loss this pain and just kind of be with it and then go. And then I literally like to step back. I'm actually doing it right now. I kind of step back and I see the thoughts in my mind. I feel them and I step back and I, I connect into the new influence, the energy that's coming in. And sometimes I get a message right away. It's because of this or this mm-hmm. or that's happening. Or I just know there's something new coming in. Is and something I'm new shifting. coming in constantly, or do you feel like sometimes slower than other times? Well, it's both. It's it's okay. Part of it is there's a new aspect. There's a new part of us on a soul level that's coming through that we that we need to connect with to navigate. Let's say the next thirty to fifty years. We can't do it with the old, the old way of being, the old approach. And it, I, I look at it like, you know, there's like a part of our inner psyche that comes through when we go from middle school to high school, or if we go to college, or some, or we, you know, we learn massage and go to massage school, or whatever it is, we go to a trade school. Or there's a part that comes through like when you become a father or a mother, right? It, there's a part of your inner psyche that comes through. This part that's coming through is all of those and more. Whatever it is within you, it's a part that you eventually you'll really feel a lot and recognize. It has a lot of strength and determination, but it is a, it's a new aspect of being for our little our avatar, our earth avatar, that we need to connect with that part of us to create the new creations, self-expression, jobs, careers, communities. It's a different type of us that is much more soul-aligned and has the, the temperament, the ability. Like some of you might even be finding that you are less tolerant of certain things and you're more determined and you don't want to hear no. You might, you might hear not right now, or not, but you're like, well, I'm not given up on that this is what i really want or this is what keeps coming up but it's it's taking a long time or it's a challenge so i don't know totally what that part all i know and what i've received from the guides is this part of the psyche which means soul is going to be the predominant part think about what people needed when they were explorers or settling the the west the, you know the wild west the gold mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you needed that kind of explorer type, make it happen, frontier, you know, kind of energy. That's coming back mm-hmm. in. We mm-hmm. really haven't had that. Yeah, see? So I don't. we don't know totally what it will look like. You'll start seeing different parts of it, you know, different ways that it manifests for you. But I can tell you all that it is a very dominant, exploring, um, strong, open, spontaneous. I think that the idea is the exploration. It's not locked in 
to views. And that's how I can tell if somebody's coming from the higher vibrational frequency. If they're too locked into one side or the other, the polarity plane, or which means duality, a belief of some sort or a way of something happens, I know that they're at a lower level frequency still working things out. So it's being adaptable, flexible, having a vision, an idea. But just like if you're going to a new land, you know, if you're a good traveler, you know how to travel to different you know, countries, you don't think you know it all. You kind of look around. You, have, you might have your guidebook or your ideas. Maybe you did some research online. But a good traveler stays open to those connections that say, oh, my God, you love, oh, there's a great cafe around. Oh, it's where all the locals go. Oh, okay, I like that. Let's go there. There's a great <laughs> cave to explore, right? Because if you just stay by the right. tour book, you miss out on a lot. Does that make sense? Does that help? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's very, uh, that's speaking to my wandering soul. Yes, <laughs> that's perfect. Yes. Oof, you should write on that. That's it. It's the wandering soul. Yes, that is it. That is it, Sunrise. Which we're all doing since we all have souls and we're all wandering. Well, that's what we're all meant to do. That's the soul path. We're wandering. We're on the path. You don't get on the path and just sit down and not go anywhere. You know, we're meant to move. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I love that. Perfect. Sweet confirmation. Yeah, I feel great. (laughs) Yeah, right? Well, let me know any other insights you have and what comes up for you. Yeah, I'll be curious. I will. I'll reach out. Okay, take care. You know where I'll be every Yeah, call anytime. Call in. Oh, Bye. Much love. Bye. Hi, you're on air. Hi, Michelle. This is Christy. Hey, Christy. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hey, you know, I was just going to call in and start talking about Patreon, but then you started and then you continue with Sunray and it was great. So I was just going to add on to that. I don't even need to really say much of anything else, just that there were definitely examples in our Patreon group of everything you were talking about, just how people had ideas that maybe they were manifesting or co-creating, and it might not have turned out how people are expecting, but after giving it time and space and then following what didn't resonate and then what turned out to resonate, how by adapting and being open, how much you can find your flow, and each experience leads to the next experience. So it was just a great Patreon, and again, you kind of just rehashed this with Sunray, which was great. So um, yeah, thank, thank you. you. I love what you said. Then you find about resonance, and then you find your flow. I, I think that's a big part of it right now. It's like, what are the tools? What are the ways that we kind of find our flow? You know, we have to kind of create a new, you know, like a new approach, really, to, like that we integrate into our everyday living. Yeah, and not be afraid to change because it's so easy to think, oh, but that's what I wanted. This yeah. is my goal. And then it's okay if it changes. And it's probably supposed to change if you're not feeling it anymore. Oh, and that's yeah. okay. So, yeah. But anyway, thanks for being here. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would love so... your conversations. Thank you. Thank you. You know, with, um, I think I shared some of this, but with that platform, you know, I had the Soul Centered Living on there and I had it on Instagram and I hired someone to take that and put into a course and now I'm not even going to be on that using that the the platform that it was on I'm going to take everything down and I at first I was like oh my god I'm launching I'm doing all this and then I was like wait a minute 
pull back, <laughs> feel into it. And I was like, ooh, that feels bunchy. There's something else that's more freeing. And I could feel this energy come in. And I was like, well, now I can do something else. I don't know exactly what. I have some ideas of some things, but I'm like, okay, something that's more freeing, more fun, more creative than what I've already done or how I've already done something. So I think that process, then you brought it up, to find that flow. It's like we have to find the new current. Where is the current taking us now? It's a universal Yeah, and I like what you're and saying, how- too, about the freeing. I like to, as you say, I like what you're saying about the freeing as well, because if you feel that tr- entrapment, then there must be something more that's supposed to open up and happen because, um, like you said, it's yes. that freeing and expressing that's so important. Yes. Now, here's what's interesting, too, Christy, is that when I was planning it and doing it, it felt free. It felt right because it's what I've done in the past, and I'd been on that platform, and I was like, you know, I had somebody else doing it for me, so I'm like, okay, well, I'm not. It was only until I realized that it wasn't going to work because of the changes they had made, mm-hmm. and I stepped back after I had my, oh, my God, my disappointment, and, oh, my God, I put this on there, and I invested this, and then I went, okay, wait a minute, woo, let's just feel it out step back and I could feel like it you know like when you open a door and the cool air comes in the cool breeze mm-hmm. that's what it was like this influence this energy came in spirit really the innate infinite yeah. intelligence of God the all that is that's really what it is everyone that's what we're talking about came in and all of a sudden I felt lighter and I said "Ooh." I feel, ooh, the other then because now I stepped into the new frequency. See, yes, yeah. So the old frequency, the old me, it felt fine. It was fine, but that's not where we're all staying. So once I went into the new one, which I don't totally know what's going to happen, but all I know is there's more something, more freedom, more lightness, more light. I don't feel as constrained. So I'm like, okay, that's interesting, right? Yes, and then we have to trust those new nudges we get. And like uh, Lynn always said, all the breadcrumbs and all the different things. So it's like we just kind of keep on that type of course and we're guided. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because I think you can see how our soul is liking this more. It's totally soul, you know, soul-fueled, mm-hmm. soul-led, spirit-led, it, it, because it is all that you're saying. You know, the nudges, the bed comes. And, that, and if you think about it, if we know that that's going to get us more of what we want and we're going to be able to survive, that is a much more enriching way to live than just being told yeah. what to do in school or, you know, take a test or something, and they're like, oh, well, you should be an engineer because you have a this and, oh, okay, that's my success, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Went to school, for, and that's it. So, yeah, it, it's going to be ultimately more fulfilling, but in the moment, it is <laughs> Yeah, and it gives you that more depth and layer of truth, though, when you figure it out yourself versus being told. So I think it even gets that deeper connection. So as, as hard as that is, it's also very rewarding. Yeah, and you said something. It does have a lot to do with the truth, right? Getting to our personal mm-hmm. truth. Um, 
which again we may not know from the old aspect of our being or the old consciousness or awareness. And you know, you're bringing up a good, another good point because getting to that truth because it it really shows that we are in this constant unfolding. And how do we get used mm-hmm. to that? I look at it also sometimes as like it's like you're in the middle of the pool. You're not hugging because in the old paradigm we were hugging one side of the pool. You know, we're swimming, holding on to one side or the other, and now we're like in the middle of the pool. Of course, you can swim to the side if you want to or need to. There's guardrails for us, but we're moving more and more into the center where we just float. Yeah, you know, or swim, but we can't. Put, but there's, you know, you can't feel the bottom. But yet you're guided, and I think it's. I mean, yeah. it's, it's going to be interesting how it unfolds for many, many people. You know, in, in my mind, it's going to be interesting to see how it's interpreted because it's there's a lot that's just very not yet determined. I think it's uncertain and not yet determined, yeah. right? Yes, yeah, we're even just finding, oh, yeah, and, you know, I was, you know, 2020, but a lot of times I supposed to have podcasts, and I just always came back to yours, and I've just been faithful, you know, ever since, just because just your openness and just, you know, not being set one way or the other and really trusting us to follow our instincts and our alignment, whether, you know, whatever way you choose to believe, but you have to trust yourself. Yeah, ultimately, Mm-hmm. Ultimate, and you know, I and I think I, I know I've shared this before, but every now and then I think of this because some of the things, whether they were very public people, celebrities, or world events, part of me a lot of times thought, God, I'm going to put this on YouTube. You know, I'm going to put that's why. And every time I tuned into the guides and the Oversouls, I turned in the spirit. They they said. Teach people how to connect into their own intuition and to trust their inner knowing. Teach pe- and I'd be like, whoa, this video. I was like, I could be doing yeah. this. Like, nope, teach people. And I feel it's so true because that truth that you are mentioning, we only find it within. And the approach, exa- you know, we all may be going through something similar or even the same thing, but yeah. it's in a different way. And the way, the only way to navigate through this is by your own soul alignment, not what someone else says it looks like or is for you. Um, so true. And I probably what is, really just thank you. Yeah, I just want to thank you one more time. Just I don't think I really have deeply before, so I'm deeply thanking you. But just, you know, back when things were just very crazy, you really did help me to uh, align to my inner wisdom and just allow that, you know, feeling to trust those feelings within me because I did have a lot of different opinions around me than what my soul was telling me. And I was able to align to that state of my truth. And I'm so glad that I was able to do that because I just feel clear. I had that clarity. Oh, I and, love that. Um, See, great yeah. example. It's like, it does work. It, you, you do get the message that you need and want and it's, and it fits. It really yeah. does And it might not together. fit with the people around you, which is uncomfortable, yeah. but you're going to be more uncomfortable if you don't listen to yourself in the end. Yeah, I agree. I know I would have been. And it's and, interesting and, you know, because I talked, the, Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, yeah. No, I was like, seriously. No, I was just going to... interesting. Yeah, and, and what to your point, too, it's interesting that 
when we do, I find that when we are able to listen to our inner truth, not only do we get the support, the universe or people in our life and situations, but those people around us, you know, especially if we're in committed relationships, they usually then are able to adapt. It's almost like if we don't do it, our fear feeds their fear, fear and doubt. Mm-hmm. But if we find the yeah. right approach to shift or say, I really am feeling this, how can we work this out, or I need to do this or that, it, I feel like it, it tacitly gives them permission through the subconscious aspect. It gives them that freedom. I mean, that's a really big thing. I'm seeing in the new paradigm is this whole idea of freedom. And I I think we, you know, we're kind of taught freedom is I can do whatever I want when I want. But I feel it's freedom, like you said earlier, to be adaptable or change your mind or be Mm -hmm. flexible. Freedom to say yes or no or freedom to say I don't know, let me feel it out. Or freedom to, you know, it's, I feel like the freedom that we're getting is much more about not being locked into a conventional view or a past view or what we would might call mm-hmm. conventional or traditional. It may include that, but I feel it has a lot to do with not being locked in. Um, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Wow, Christy. Love it. Well, thank I you. Love I guess, let's get your next caller, your guest, but have a great day. Yeah, well, the guest is late. They're at the dentist. And okay, so they, yeah. They said, they, they said they're calling in late, and I, and I, I texted Sadie saying, fine, but um, I think Jacqueline's in the house now. Um, but I love everybody's wisdom. I love what everyone is sharing. I really do. I love. I love this you know, wisdom that's coming through. I do too. And like oh, you said, it doesn't matter how different in. we are. It's just that we support each other, you know, and um, allow yeah. everyone to express freely. Yeah, and that's what I'm looking forward to, um, the, the the mashups of people that are so different. And yeah. I have always loved that. Even as a kid, I remember in high school, I had various different people groups in my parties, you know, my family, Latin background, we always had, you know, dinner parties and different parties. And, you know, my mom was a really good host or hostess. And so, you know, we'd make food and, you know, cater and have stuff. And and I remember having different people because I could weave in different, in through different groups. Um, but I realized and I even remember asking her, God, what, so-and-so, they didn't get along. They didn't like this music. They could, And my mom's like, oh, well, not everybody can do that, Michelle. Most people just stay in their own little group. So I'm excited for the mashup of different groups. You know, Me too. Um, and I've always been like that right? as well. And it's just that learning opportunity and just to understand, you know, humanity and emotions and people's situations and reasons they have different feelings it's so important to just have a basis and more openness to see what people are feeling and experiencing even if it doesn't align with what you're thinking you still just have to pay attention to it and realize wow that they have valid you know validity and everything they say as well um they have a life they've lived um yeah yeah and you know you can have fun with anyone if you're open to it 
Absolutely, yeah. I know. I, I'm I, yeah. I'm like you. I'm so looking forward to it. I just want the like the the most improbable person to sit down and have a conversation with. And I've done it before, so I'm just excited mm-hmm. that it's going to be happening more and more, and probably shock people. Like, I can't believe how nice that person was, and they are this or they're that, or they believe in this. Or, I mean, that's where I think things are going to get really fun. You know. That sounds great. Oh, gosh. Okay. This has been great, Christy. Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. Yeah. You have, like I said, have a great rest of the day. Okay. You too. Bye. See ya. Bye. See ya. Bye. All right. We've got our guest today for Awakening Conversation, Athena Monet, who's an author, a gifted intuitive healer, and a spiritual guide. Uh, she's got the book called Leave with Love, Finding Peace, Self-Love, and Compassion When Leaving Relationships. Uh, also, Soul Medicine. Well, let's see what's, what's going on. That sounds very interesting. With co- self-love and compassion. Hey, Athena. Hi. How are you? Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good. How Thanks are you for feeling? having me on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I just left um, my daughter's orthodontic appointment. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah. So that all in the human, the humanness, right? I'm I'm deep in the human stuff. <laughs> I love that three D five. Well, you know, it's good to mash it all up. You know, it's all it is it's all relative, right? It's like. I think when we see the spirit or the higher vibration experience in whatever we can think is mundane or everyday, then things, totally. you know, right, right? I mean, I was thinking yeah. the other day I had, where was I? I was thinking, I had some experience. I don't even remember what it was. And I was talking about something in one of my sessions. And then I went on a walk and something that re- represented what I was talking about, I yep. saw on the side of the road. And I was like, oh, my God, there it is. It's like it's yeah. right? Always, oh yes, exactly. Yeah, we can always bring the, the, the magic and the spiritual into the mundane. And it just helps the experience in the 3D so much more. Yeah. So tell us just a bit about you. I, I'd love to know, like, your first awakening to what you're doing and then the awakening to what you're doing now, that unfolding. Just a little bit about your path and what you're doing now so we can kind of tap into your energy a little more. Yeah. So um, interestingly enough, when you were just talking about, you know, bringing the spiritual into the mundane and, and how we start to see signs and all of the um, all the things in the world around us and how everything's connected, mm-hmm. I, um, like I said, I just left my daughter's orthodontist appointment and I was just giggling to myself about how I use that connection now that I'm aware and awake and, and, and so fully connected. I use it in all instances in my life. So even just before going into that orthodontist appointment, I was talking to my angels and I was asking them to help to make it a peaceful um, experience and to help to guide me to make the right decisions for my daughter's best interest. 
And they showed up. You know, they were there with us. She wasn't afraid. We both felt very supported. Um, and even at one point in, in the in the, in the meeting, because we're discussing whether or not do we go forward with Expander. She's only eight years old, so protective oh. mama bear. I'm, I'm like, I don't know. It feels really early to me, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So the angels were showing me just her future self and helping me to think about her future self and what does she want. So then I was really strongly guided to connect with her, and I just felt so at peace with our decision-making. Um, but Taking that conversation with the angels, if we rewind to about eight years ago when my daughter um, was born, and just before she Mm -hmm. was born, um, if you've read the story on my site I share about when my mom passed away, that I was overcome with extreme grief. Um, I Mm. was going through a lot of changes, so it wasn't just grief from, from her passing. It was also grief of I had decided to leave Um, a city that I loved and lived in for a decade. I had also decided to leave my profession in architecture, so I was leaving everything. Wow, everything. Right? Um, And then my mom was my best friend, and she was my anchor, you know, my grounding force and my sounding board, and she was everything. So all of a sudden I was disconnected from, from everything that grounded me. And I became very sick, and I was looking, I was searching for some evidence that there was something that I wasn't seeing, that there was something more that my eyes were not picking up, right, in the world around me. Mm -hmm. And I started researching angels. And I just, I I would go into those metaphysical bookstores, and I remember one in particular, I went in and I was looking, I'm like, just one book on angels is what I need. And I was thinking angels at the time, because I didn't, I never thought of um, archangels or anything of the sort. I was thinking of angels in the sense of our loved ones who have crossed over. So I'm like, I just need a book on angels. So I found this book. It was kind of the first book I I bought on this side of the gate. And it was um, The Angels Are Talking. And it was kind of a self-published book by a woman um, who was a medium, and she was sharing about a lot of her experiences in mediumship. So the book wasn't at all what I thought I was getting. Um, But there was a section in the end of the book where she started to speak about spirit guides and all these things. I'm like, whoa, whoa. I was trying to see about our loved ones, how to connect with them. Now this lady's talking about spirit guides. Then she starts talking about this Native American spirit guide. And all of a sudden these memories start flooding back to me. And I'm remembering when I was a kid how there was this Native American man at the foot of my bed. And I used to be like, Mommy, there's a man at the foot of my bed. And she would say, no, no, there's not. You know, she'd go check and she'd be like, there's nobody in here. Um, So then, you know, as time went on, um, another family member told me that, oh, I I think you're seeing imaginary friends. I was probably six years old, you know. And I was like, oh, okay, imaginary friends. Um, and now I know I was seeing, you know, I was seeing dead people and fear guys. I was seeing all kinds of stuff. Um, but at the time I knew them as imaginary friends. And then it got to the point where I saw Rob Dead Fred, the movie in the eighties. And I was like, Oh, so I can turn it off. Like I can make the imaginary friend go away. 
because in the movie it's an adult woman with an imaginary friend that she had to make go away because he's he's getting her in a lot of trouble. Um, so, And I love the movie. I watched it a million times as a kid. So I, I learned how to turn it off. I turned it off when I was probably about six or seven. Um, and then, of course, I had like a series of trauma in childhood that also helped me to learn how to dissociate. And that's a very strong skill as a shaman today. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah. right. So I, I kind of ended up coming back to um, some of those abilities as I was reading the books, learning, having these aha moments of, oh, my gosh, I've always had this. I have this ability. I've seen these things. And my um, very strong empathic abilities, I started to understand, okay, this is not a curse. I'm not crazy. There's nothing wrong with me. I don't need medication. You know, it was, oh, I'm picking up other people's feelings. So I worked with shamans and other teachers, and I ended up training in shamanism after, you know, after kind of being forced to. Um, I was so sick at one point that the, and it went on for about a year, that the doctors, they were not giving me any answers. I was doing a lot of testing back and forth up and down the state, and a neighbor had said to me, why don't you try this shaman? And I said, you know, I don't really know what that is, but I'll try anything because I'm ready to, I'm literally ready to die at that point. Um, so mm. that's usually what takes us to a shaman is desperation. Oh, yeah. I've got uh, training right? as well. Yes. It's usually not right. something, yeah, it, if it's really shamanic work, you'll somehow be guided or find yourself there sometimes yeah. as a last resort. Yeah. Or they reach out to yep. you a lot of times, right? Yes. Yeah, that does. Mine was very much like, a, you know, it was kind of put, I felt like I was kind of pushed into it. Um, and the <laughs> shaman said to me, you know, she said, wow, you have these gifts that you're not using. Um, she did help me to heal, actually, kind of miraculously overnight. Wow. Uh, I went to see her, and she said, hey, you need to grieve. She was like, if you don't grieve, it's mm. going to become cancer. And I said, oh, man, wow. I knew that was true. So I went home that night and I prayed and I asked, yeah, totally. You can always feel the truth. So, um, yes, I prayed. I asked God, I was like, how do I, how do I grieve? And, um, I was, I heard in my head, write your mom a letter. And so I wrote Mm -hmm. my first letter that night and the next day I woke up and I was completely healed and Mm -hmm. I didn't believe it. You know, when these kind of things happen, you're kind of like, um, expecting that this is temporary, this is my mind tricking me, I'm going to be sick again tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. So I kept writing letters, you know, out of fear that it would come back. And it did, it never came back. And actually those letters, I was guided after a couple of years to take my writings and my client. I, I eventually ended up doing this work and I would take client stories, my own stories, things I learned from my letters, and I put it together into my book. And that's uh, my book, Leave with Love. Wow. What do you yeah. feel, you, in the process of the, the grief, what do you feel most, I'm sure a lot, but most came from that, if you think about that time period? Yeah. And the so, process, uh, most importantly, the process, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would say the 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 process is exactly what I share in the book because I know how helpful it is to know 
um, kind of exact processes for working through things. And that's, that's also what my soul medicine program is, is here's a process. Here's, we're going to guide you through this. You don't have to go try to piece it together and figure things out. You know, there's divine alignment. Reinvent the wheel. You know. Right. You know, too, Athena, right, too, so. for where we're at now is, um, and maybe you could speak to this because I always, always share this, uh, as a bereavement yeah. counselor and shamanically trained, we are all, I mean, as a collective, in still in the grief. We're in trauma. We're, we're you know, yeah. PTSD. Yeah. But we're grieving. And w- would this be something, let's say, undifferentiated grief, not just from a, a loved one or individually, right. but in the process of what everyone's going through now as a collective? Could that be... Could, could what yes. you've written put together help for that as well? Exactly. So in my book, I actually share client stories. It's got about 22 um, guided exercises in the book, things that worked for me, okay. things that were channeled by spirit for my clients. Um, and it's I have stories of clients leaving jobs. Um, I have stories of leaving okay. marriages, right? Leaving marriages, mm-hmm. um, parent and chi- parent and child separations, because um, that happens as well. And all of these tools I've actually used in the mindsets, because um, some of what I offer in the book is just to encourage you to be curious about: is this actually ending, or is this just a temporary break, right? And what would I yeah. like it to be? And how is this serving me? So I'm really big proponent for being curious about these things I when it feels that. out of our hands, right? Because sometimes it's it's being divinely orchestrated for you. You know, the old, like, it's not happening to you. It's yeah. happening for you. So those concepts, if you take that and you apply it to what we've just undergone with the pandemic and as I shared in the beginning, when I moved, I was leaving my career. I was leaving my friends. I was leaving my city that I loved, you know, and then eventually my marriage um, and, and losing my mom. So all these things that I was leaving, and it was very heavy. Um, it was, I felt very alone for years as I was going through this. But what I understand now is that that was very much for me. Right, I needed yeah. to and grow. And for all of and for own. everyone else too. Exactly. You were able, exactly, because so many. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's interesting too because um, the always always the guests synchronistically dovetail to what we've been talking about at the beginning of the podcast before they come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, but yeah, this process, and I love what you, it, how this to be curious because we were talking about that that's so needed when you live from the soul is curiosity and in the new paradigm the new earth you know to be more curious and explorative and not be stuck in a you know fixed mindset so i love that you're saying that and i love that you're saying about what do you want this to be because sometimes right we we perceive Mm -hmm. a loss it may be, like you say, temporary or it might just be a different approach or something new is coming in. That Whatever we're right. thinking is going away is just somehow changing, exactly. but not necessarily yeah. completely right. right. So it how, was, do, how would was, someone discern yeah. that? How would someone know or is there a process to, like, is this really over and done or... Right, right. Is it changing um, form? Yeah. Or the, 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what's coming to mind for me right now is, um, and I'm being guided to kind of share it, is that I'm actually, I, I am going through a separation with my son, who's 19 now, and we've been going through this separation for three years, right? Um, so mm-hmm. as a young man, he hit that point biologically and kind of chemically in his brain where mom's voice was like nailed on a chalkboard and oh, yeah. he needed his face from me. He needed to go through his own kind of initiation into manhood. And, and, and generally, young men will reject their mother during that time. So yeah. I felt very they need rejected. To. Yeah, they, they need they to, need, right? I know. He, he and then they to. come back. They come back even stronger, but they got to do the right, right. Yeah. So that's a per, that's the perfect example of um, I had to, and this to, this is my answer to your question is to surrender to the separation. Um, so surrender to it and then recenter and think about what do you want. I had to surrender to the separation and not fight it, not fight it. Okay. So as my son was turning 16, he was rejecting me. I, was, I also talk about rejection in the book. Um, and so he needed something different at that time than what I could offer. That's gener- genu- generally when rejection occurs is when that's not that's not what we need right then, right? Or that's if it's a romantic interest or a partner, you're not what they need right now. They need something different. And so surrendering to that, I had to surrender to the fact that my son needed something different than what I could offer him during that time. So we took some space, um, and it was mainly emotional space, you know, mental space. Um, we talked very little <laughs> for a while, and then we took actual physical space where he went and lived. My partner and I were not living together for a bit, and so he went and lived with my partner, and they had their man time, and, and he was able to go through a lot of growth in that time with his masculinity, and I was able to just lean back and not have the the fight right? I wasn't fighting anymore. And soon enough, my son made his way back to me. We started to grow closer. And I was guided to rethink the new relationship with my son. What did I want it to be like now? It wasn't going to be like before when he was my little boy, right? This relationship was going to change. He needed more freedom. Mm. Um, I needed more trust, right? There were certain things that we both needed out of the relationship. And and now he's preparing to move to another state, right, to the other side of the country. And so we're wow. still going through this separation, and I'm still having to think about, and I'm being guided to think about, how do I want our relationship to look as we move forward? And that brings me a great deal of peace and empowerment. And as I talk about those angels, I'm always asking them for help. So I've been asking for their help with this separation and this move and helping us to manifest a really positive new relationship and I feel really great about it. Wow, what a great example because a lot of people a lot of people need to hear that, a lot of women, a lot of mothers. Um yeah. and it's so great that you're the one because it's interesting, it has to be the mother that surrenders. Mhm. That yeah, because then that's when the the man, the, the young man, boy to man, starts individuating in that surrendering. 
mm. and gets their yes, gets their autonomy that it's okay. You will still have love even though you have autonomy. Right. There's a great book. I think it's the Baba Yaga. It's by Marion. Um, I just gave a bunch of books. Boy, away, but, uh, no, it's Marion. Uh, I think it's Woodman and Robert Bly um, did this. Uh, I, I studied uh, Jungian therapy, psychology, and um, oh, wow, healing. Awesome. Yeah, but it's the whole archetype of. The, what happens with the mother, this mother-son relationship, because if, they, if the mother doesn't separate out, and it has to be by the mother, the, the son pushes back. Um, yep. I'm just so excited that you mentioned this, because so many, so many mothers need to hear this, this process, and know that it's going to be okay and right. trust and keep it to process. Yes. But the archetype is the Baba Yaga, Yaga, and what happens? What do we see? It, if, you, if the mother doesn't allow this, then the, then the man feels, or the young boy feels swallowed yeah. up by the by the feminine, mm-hmm. the divine feminine, and can't connect to it within themselves. And of course, then attract wi- women that they can't connect with, or whatever spouse, whatever you know, relationship. I guess. Um, yeah. Because every time they want to connect or show more love or affection, all that unhandled psychic energy overwhelms them. And yes. that's where the push-pull comes in. So that you, oh, my God, did that intuitively <laughs> and kept checking in with yourself and your angels. Yeah. I hope yes. people are listening, mothers out there, and it's a mother-son thing. It's, 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 it's a whole archetypal thing that happens in our inner psyche. And that, um, But I love how you I were checking that. in, too. I love how you yeah. were kind of getting the insight, the information, you know, checking in, getting that support, and then doing the action. Because um, it's, a sl- it's a hard thing to go through as a mother if you if you've already if you've been so close, it seems like how could the hell could this be happening? What happened? You know, if you've been close, right? To fun, it's, we were kind of we like so close. right? Yeah, but then the beauty is, and I've I've kind I've seen it in action, and it's amazing what ends up happening when it's allowed, like you're doing. The sun comes back even stronger. A few years mm. later, asking advice, questions. Oh, I want you to meet so and so, or I'm date. I'm thinking of asking her out on a date. What do you think? Yeah, him or her, whatever. And then right. it's like, you know, once that part of the psyche is is you know um, kind of developed. So, oh my God, Athena, maybe that's another book. <laughs> For you. Right, I mean, right, exactly. A lot of, there's exactly. not a lot out. Yeah, I mean, because you're bringing also the, that spiritual, you know, mystic aspect into right. that process. Um, yeah, a lot of, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. And that it's, makes it's me, something. I feel guided to also share um, that that same approach worked for me with my part, my romantic partnership um, with my life partner. Mm. We actually had to take some space, take a break. And I had to do a lot of work, my own personal work, to stay centered through that space and allow him the space he needed to process and grow yeah. and expand and 
Um, I love you use the word individuate, right? Like I needed to allow that for him and I had to surrender to it and it was really powerful and it allowed for us to come back stronger than ever. Well, that's the thing. It does need to happen in intimate partnerships also. And Correct. what's interesting is it's it's the woman that leads it if she knows how. I mean, you can't do it, yeah, because the, the guy will just be in their mood and whatever. They need to figure things out and do whatever. Correct. But it's very, very powerful. I love yeah. how you did it. I just love how you um, kept tuning in and just yeah. filling it out and getting yeah. that high so heart powerful. support. Yeah, very. Mm-hmm. Well, to be continued at some point, um, let everyone know where they can find you, uh, a bit about your book, where to find you, and anything you've got going on that you wanted to share. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my book is available on Amazon. It's called Leave with Love, um, and it's a spiritual guide to finding peace, self-love, and compassion when you're leaving relationships. And that is all relationships, right? Um, like we said, so as we're post-pandemic, so many people have left marriages, um, committed partnerships, jobs, have lost their loved ones. And I genuinely believe that this book, which was very much channeled by the angels to me, um, I really believe that the book and the 22 exercises inside of it can help with any residual grief and um, internal struggle, guilt, shame that you might be dealing with as you have navigated some of those endings. Um, So that book Mm -hmm. is available on Amazon. I do work privately with clients. Um, I offer what I call breakthrough sessions when we're really hitting a wall and we can't seem to break through something, um, emotional, Mm -hmm. mental, even physical conditions. Um, So I offer breakthrough sessions. Those are available on my site on SeasideShaman.com. And I also have my new soul medicine program. It's not really new, but um, it's been around for six years, but it's it's shifted to go completely virtual now. This was something that I offered in person prior to to the pandemic, um, something that I took online during the pandemic and is growing beautifully into an ongoing series of weekly class sessions with myself and other shamans. Um, So that's soulmedicine.studio is that site where you can learn more about the community, the facilitators, how you can drop in on a class anytime, every week. Um, And I'm on Instagram, the Seaside Shaman. Beautiful. Got to tell you, too, Athena, we have uh, someone in the chat saying, I really needed to hear that about the sun pulling away. Thank you. Love it. I'm so happy. Yes, yeah, I'm so happy too, I was able too, to share. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you're going to touch a lot of people. I mean, with, with a lot of what you said, but that little piece, I feel like it's such yeah. a struggle, you know. And then, it, but it's a it's an archetypal process, you know. It's part of the house. Right, it is. We develop. Athena, this has been great. Thanks for coming on uh, and sharing a bit. Come back any time. I've, I've loved what you had to share. And, um, yeah, really appreciate you taking the time. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a great show. Thanks. You take good care. Bye. Bye.
Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, gang. That was Athena Monet. Um, And you can find her and what she's doing and her offerings are in the description of this episode um, if you want to dive in deeper with her. So um, thank you all for being here, all of you that called in. It was really amazing, um, amazing sharings. I love when you guys are able to call in. And those of you that are new that um, called in or were in the chat, thanks for being here and being a part of this uh, co-creation with all of us, and I hope you'll come back. Also, again, thank you for those that did the five-star ratings of this podcast and um, your lovely appreciation comments. Also, thank you those that um, subscribe to Soul Insights and Tarot, as well as Awakenings with Michelle Mache on YouTube. We are going to be there in videocast soon. It's happening. It's happening within the next few months, and I look forward to not just connecting and talking with everyone, but seeing everyone as well. Um, You can also connect with me on Instagram, and um, I think there's things in the description box, ways to connect with uh, Athena Monet, our guest, as well as me. All right, Soul Lights, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you awake?